And welcome back to another episode of Tale Talk. This is Chris. This is Casey. And we're here to wish you a happy new year. Happy 2018. Thanks for sticking it through with us for these, uh, these are many years of DFAT and now Tyler like Talk. So we're going to get some news. There's not a whole lot going on. Uh, it is the holiday season and a lot of, you know, most of the time people are taking it off. Uh, there's not a lot, a lot of things coming out of the geekly world. So I was able to find some talking points. So we'll, we'll get through this one today. And uh, you're really selling this episode, man. I am. I mean, it's a tough one to sell. I mean, we got some, we got, we do have some talking points. So mostly we're just, gonna, we're going to kind of what's, time. I mean, what's coming up in 2018. I, I mean, there's a lot of exciting things happening this year. Uh, yeah, so let's just, yeah. So let's get into it. Um, not so exciting. Uh, Justice League, which basically bombed at the box office. It was so bad that I didn't even go see it in the theater. I, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't, I'm still trying to find it. Show store. Um, I chose Thor and I chose Star Wars three times. Um, so, That's you know what? I I just I can't get behind it. I'm not going to give it money. Um, but I'll watch. I'll buy it. So to own it. Yeah. When it's yeah. ten bucks. I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Let me just look, let me just look how much Justice League. And it's funny actually. So it made money. It made enough to be a hit. Yeah, I want to look here. My cousin and I were actually just talking about this because he got a bunch of movies for Christmas um, because black Friday had almost every good movie from 2017 for like five bucks, like right. wonder woman, Logan, Spider-Man. I think I'm just going to wait. Like that's what I, that's my new philosophy. Why should you, why should you shell out $30? Yeah. When you can get four movies for $30. Like I did, I went, what did I buy? Black Friday. I bought alien covenant, yeah. uh, guardians Two, uh, Spider-Man, and uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, all for the price of basically a, a DVD and a half, you know, maybe. So I, I, I just don't see the point anymore. Um, yeah, I don't either. The, uh, Justice League made worldwide seven hundred and or sorry, six hundred and fifty million. So it just crossed that that mark to be a, a hit. That- so it made. Fifty million dollars, <laughs> because I think it needed to make six six hundred, and that's minus the marketing and the toys and all that stuff too, right? Uh, yes, yes. So, the this is the way I look at this movie. Um, it's hopefully it's the end of the dark ages of of DC and and the the mess that they they got themselves into. I I, I really hope that. 2018 is a fresh start here because uh, we have what, what's this year Aquaman and um, that's it. That's it this year. So that's 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 good. <laughs> that's good. Uh, whether or not we'll get a Justice League sequel, we'll, we'll have to hold out hope that maybe uh, maybe we do, and it's it's uh, a whole new direction. But um, Justice League is due out. I guess they're saying January 30th on digital release. Uh, that's per iTunes. Uh, that's what is listed on the site. Uh, so that means that the Blu-ray will follow about two weeks later. So yeah, look for a uh, look to get maybe Justice League as a Valentine's present this year. I don't know. Who knows? Um, speaking of Aquaman, uh, James Wan has released a teaser image. Uh, we did get the image of 
Arthur Curry running around in, in, in a submarine or whatever he's doing with his shirt off as usual. Um, and then, uh, Juan tweeted a picture of some Atlantean armor with a harpoon uh, that all the DC fanboys geeked out about saying, oh, hope, looks like he's going to get his harpoon hands. Uh, now we're going back to the 90s when DC went back and made uh, him more of a badass and kind of, I guess, kind of what they they modeled uh, the Jason Momoa character after. So, but then Juan has confirmed that it's not the hook hand, but you know what they always do in Hollywood with their misdirection. So might be I a whole movie. He gets his hand chopped off. I'm sure it does. And I'm sure this is exactly the, their Aqu- the Aquaman are going for, because I mean, those, those were great stories and um, it does kind of fit the uh, Momoa character better. Yeah. No, I'm uh, James. Juan has not failed me yet. Um, I love the Insidious movies and The Conjuring. He did a really good job with Fast 7, which means like he can go in between genres. He doesn't just do horror, even though he does horror very well. Um, so, you know, I, Aquaman didn't super impress me in Justice League, but I feel that Jason Momoa and James Wan will bring it in the, in the standalone movie. I'm confident. Yeah, I, I'm hope I'm not I'm not holding out hope that it's gonna be like Wonder Woman level, but um no. you know. I mean, you know you know what's funny is the second time I watched Wonder Woman, I it wasn't as good, <laughs> to be honest. I like I love the movie, but I guess maybe the shock of it being as good as it was for a DC movie in the theaters, it really got me. And then the second time I watched it, I'm like, this is it's a good movie, but it's not a great movie. It's no, it's a great movie, it's not an awesome movie. That's what I, I saw it two times in the theater, and I think the ending kind of breaks down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the beginning battle scene on that on the beach, I think, oh. is insane. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, when she walks out onto the battlefield, that's insane. You know, but again, another shitty. Uh, I like the twist, even though I, I figured that's what it was going to be, but. At the same time, I I liked that, but the CGI villain again, just you know, what are we what are we gonna do? I guess so. we'll just have to, we have to deal with it. <laughs> uh, staying on the DC Extended Universe news here, uh, bit of Ben Affleck is back in the news a little bit here. Uh, I don't know. This is a rumor uh, that now that they've fired everybody. I guess, or I don't know why this includes Jeff Johns, I guess, um, that they've got, took off the whole architect uh, <laughs> for these movies, uh, that Ben Affleck would become the new DC movie boss. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how this even makes any sense or why this would happen, but that's what they're saying now. So, I mean, the guy doesn't want to be Batman anymore. That's apparent. Um, why would he want to continue working with the series? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite understand what that even means. You know, I just he's not. I mean, he's not Zack Snyder, <laughs> and he doesn't seem like he's going to be anybody to stick around. You know, maybe he'll throw his name on. I can't even remember if he was an executive producer of of Justice League. 
Um, so I think this is just one of those rumors again, is Ben Affleck doing it? Is he not? Because he, we don't know if he is or not. Like there's nothing to say that he isn't. He hasn't come out and just said it. So I guess I'm assuming he's going to stay on as Batman, but it's she washy thing until, until they actually start shooting that movie and I see Batman or uh, Ben Affleck in a cowl, you know, I guess I'm just going to kind of take it all with a grain of salt. Yeah. It doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, really it's just whatever. Speaking of things that people didn't think existed, uh, people have been just begging for the next volume of Batman earth one. And, um, People weren't really sure what direction that uh, this was going to happen. And finally, Gary Frank shared some artwork from the upcoming graphic novel. Uh, so that got people very excited. Uh, I know you're a, you're a big fan of that series. so I fucking love it. Yeah. And I, you know what? I hope it's done. Not because I don't love it. It's just because of the time in between. It's so like, and it's weird. You know, I don't know why. Um, there is so much time in, in between the issues, you know, whatever. I guess Jeff John's so busy. <laughs> um, it, it is very good. I guess it's worth the wait. I just want it to be like, you know, do the three and then be done because it is a graphic novel. They are very long. So um, I don't know. It'd be nice to see it get wrapped up. But I'll tell you what, it's one of the most original, again, just when you think that you can't retell the Batman story, he figured out a way to do it and to make it cool. And so even though people say, you know, uh, reboots, blah, 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 but they, they figure out how to do Batman for 75 fucking years. So it's still fresh. Zack Snyder does it all the, every six months. <laughs> good, good, good. I'm going to have to really catch up on that because I still haven't taken your advice on it. Yeah, you'd really... I think you own it. I think I read it at your house. I own volume one, and I never got around to reading it, which sucks. All right. So I will... <laughs> I will have to, uh, you know, make an effort. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into the DC TV shows where all the magic happens. Uh, we are on hi- hiatus right now. Uh, we do have a brand new show starting uh, on the 16th this month. It's Black Lightning. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, unfortunately, what that does, though, is it throws the rest of the DC TV lineup into kind of a twister here. So yeah. uh, I want to run down through the premiere dates so that everybody's kind of on board. We had talked about this previously. And we were really sure it was happening. But something kind of wonky is going to happen here with Supergirl Legends. So uh, so Supergirl comes back on the 15th. So that, that week most of the shows do premiere. So Supergirl's on the 15th, which is Monday, Black Lightning the 16th, Tuesday, uh, then Flash on the 16th as well, and then Arrow on the 18th. Uh, both Black Lightning and Arrow are going to be at the 9 o'clock time slots now. Uh, so that's that's a little bit interesting. Um, mm. The So what's going to happen, though, is Supergirl's going to premiere. Uh, it's going to run from the 15th until the 9th. Um, I'm sorry, the, fif- the 15th until February 12th. And then Legends will be taking that on from the 12th until the 9th of, of April. March. So they're going to, of April. April, right. So they're going to do their entire season run until the end, their season finale on the 9th of April. 
Supergirl returned the 16th of April and run through the 18th like the, of June, which I I suppose the rest of the shows will go through that week as well. So it's kind of weird. Yeah, but that seems like a really long time for those shows because they're coming back in two weeks. Don't forget they also get that spring break, a lot of those shows. So we will, yeah. This is I mean, this is dumb. This is how this, but this is this is what we've always discussed that these shows run for twenty four episodes. Yeah, um, exactly. And they're, always, they're broke up like three times during the year. Um, so I mean, they're from October until until June. I mean, is there a way to streamline this? Of course, there is. There's like you can cut down on your season so it's more concise and 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 you know not so convoluted sometimes. Um, or just you know, run it. You know, I, I I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Um, sometimes if like I feel that seasons are too long. Sometimes I want more. So I I don't know. It depends on really how well the show's doing. In my opinion, yeah. I, I whatever you know. If the quality doesn't dip, I guess I can't complain. And I guess it's like, ooh, there's a new show. Oh, I remember that show. It's just kind of. Get your streaming service, get all your DC shows, and just put them together, including Archie and Sabrina and whatever else. It's just, it's so much to to deal with. And I'm sure it sucks for the writers and sucks for the programmers and everything. But, um, well, I mean, the thing is, that they, sh- they shoot the seasons during the season, you know, a lot of, right. so it's not, you know, so maybe it, maybe it has to do with that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the streaming service, the DC streaming service is set to de- debut at probably later this year. Um, yeah. Because the yeah. news is that Young Justice, which is uh, going into its season three, thanks to the fan demand, uh, will have a late 2018 release. So I suppose that's going to be the same thing with the streaming service. It'll line up nicely because um, Titans is also set to uh, debut later this year. Uh, so that's that's really exciting. And Krypton also got a premiere date, just as an FYI. Yeah, yeah. March March twenty first. I you know what I'm 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 more excited for that show than than I was before I realized that Adam Strange is the main character and it has to do with time travel and all that cool shit. Yeah, that uh, makes it a lot more interesting. Because uh, I do like Adam Strange as a character, um, so it's I I thought that's a really cool twist. Mm-hmm. Especially since I didn't really give a shit about Krypton's uh, history. No. No. <laughs> yeah. I forget who the villain is, though, because the villain's one of Superman's villains, and he goes back to try to kill young Kal-El. Right, right. The, right. the, the, the family. So that's, that's cool. Um, but speaking of Titans, uh, there was a casting call for a character that people believe will be Trigun, setting up the big bad to appear as the um, as the villain of season one, um, so I mean that makes sense. Being Raven's father, and um, mm-hmm. that's that's a pretty cool one. Seeing that uh, we haven't seen that character on the small screen yet, so uh, we haven't seen any of them on any screen. <laughs> no, no, as a villain. I mean, I, right. here's my thing. When I read this, when I read this description, it's like uh, male, late thirties to forties, cock. Caucasian, uh, charismatic, a cult leader attempting to reunite his family, blah, 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 central role for the series finale. Like, when I hear cult leader, I'm like, oh, are they going to do Brother Blood? Yeah. Brother Blood. 
you know. Of course, so, they're going to do Brother Blood. Well, but we've seen Brother Blood before. So my thing is like, I want if a we get cult tra- leader, dude. Yeah, it's called it's Brother Blood. <laughs> you didn't read that to me before. I definitely think it's Brother Blood and not Trigon. I think that's too much CGI for that streaming service right now. It's not or they, Star they Trek. allude to it. That's the they thing. allude to it, but it for this first season, uh-uh. not until they get some money behind them. They're not gonna go and spend that much money on. They're already gonna spend a shit ton of money on Beast Boy, you know. They're gonna have to and Raven, um, and Starfire. Uh, yes. <laughs> so it's just like they can't go and throw him in there. It's too three, much fun. They have three characters who are gonna rely heavily on CGI. Yeah. Unless they want to, unless they're putting like movie level money into this. No, they can't. Yep. Yep. Yeah. These these were my thoughts. Okay. So, all right, moving on to Marvel, uh, where we can't talk about the comic book news because you and I are not caught up. There are there are some pretty cool news things going on, but um, I have no idea with the uh, like how to even go get into that. So I don't want anyone to talk about it. Um, at some point I do want to catch up on some of those titles, but that's for a later date. Um, and one of my new year's resolutions this year is get caught back up on my freaking comic books. So, uh, but I can tell you Marvel is yeah. horrible except for Thor <laughs> and daredevil. Yeah. And that's it. You know, uh, Bendis's defenders was good. Yeah, but he's gone, so game over. But he's not. <laughs> I mean, I like you know, I like Jim Zub, and I and I like some of the writers that they do have. I like Nick Spencer, but Marvel's really convoluted, and think that they're fucking great right now. Like, oh, can we t- let's talk about this real quick? Actually, now I do remember this news that snuck in. So Marvel's doing a create your own Marvel <laughs> character contest. Yeah, let's talk about that. this. Is this is Marvel saying? We don't have any more original ideas anymore. We're going to let our fans uh, write stories using our characters. Um, This is going to go horribly wrong in so many ways. A, Marvel, come up with your own original shit and quit losing your writers. B, you know that it's going to be like Captain America versus like Captain Blackface or like something evil. Like these these fans are going to go and just like totally shit on our characters and not make them cool and just be jerks about it because you're letting the internet control your company and it never works out ever. (laughs) Sorry. I shouldn't say blackface, but I did. (laughs) That's all right. Uh, I agree. I mean, I, I mean, how bad is it that you're asking the fanboys to write for you and the fanboys are mostly a bunch of pieces of shit. So I, uh, I mean, the best example is like what just happened with Star Wars. <laughs> yes, it's like or, all these people that like Rick and Morty this year. Like yeah, Rick and Morty is a good one, but Star Wars is a good example. Star Wars is a huge one. Yes. Like, oh, this is what I always wanted to happen. So I'm gonna say that I'm right and you're wrong, and I'm just gonna ask. <laughs> yeah, they need yeah. Kevin Feige to take over the comic. He just needs to take over every division of everything that has to do with Marvel, so he yes. can just come in wave his magic fucking wand and go, this is what you need to do. Guess what? All you street-level characters, you're in the cinematic universe. <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you're canceled. Uh, <laughs> like Comic books, 
we're firing everybody and getting a whole new team. I don't know. I don't want to see that happen, but I I just I I want to like Marvel again. Like I feel bad that I read reviews for Spider-Man comics and they're all horrible. And I'm like, I, I want to read it. I want to read it. But yeah. Secret Wars, you guys just don't know what the fuck is up. And you're destroying people's lives. <laughs> Not really. You're just destroying their comic book characters. <laughs> Maybe I need my coffee this morning. I'm ranting. That's all right. <laughs> sorry. It's, it's, it's much needed. <laughs> it comes to Marvel. <laughs> yeah, sorry. All right. Go, go on to your next thing. <laughs> Speaking of Marvel, um, <laughs> they're somewhat doing things right on Netflix, um, more good than bad. So, uh, and this year looks pretty damn awesome for uh, releases. So, I mean, we got three shows on the way, apparently. Uh, we know that Jessica Jones season two is due out on the 8th of March, uh, and Daredevil and Luke Cage have yet to give us a, a release date, but those two are also due this year. So, um, that's pretty awesome. That's exciting. I mean, those three, well, plus Punisher, are my favorite. I guess it's just anything that's not Luke Cage. Um, so, or Iron not, sorry, Iron Fist, Iron Fist. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking that they'll do that right this time around. I don't see how they could take that much shit and then not turn it around. Because, I mean, it's not hard. No. It's not hard at all. No. <laughs> so, There's plenty I of think- good comics that you could literally just copy and paste (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) we'll see Uh, but going into things that marvel does right including the russo brothers uh taking over everything um with infinity war four months away and our eyeballs are about to get melted uh i have a question about where does the winter soldier's arm come from (laughs) since it got blown off in Civil War. Well, he was all in Wakanda. You know, right. you know he hooked him up. I would hope so. So now you got a, the Winter Soldier's... Was the Winter Soldier's arm vibranium before because it stretched Cap's shield? That they didn't explain, but I have a feeling since Wakanda is the biggest resource of vibranium in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that the after credit sequence will be a small thing where we see him get that arm leading uh, at, at the end of black Panther. They'll be waking him up for the war. Probably. You know what I mean? Like we saw Thanos's ship at the end of Thor. The next movie's black Panther. We got to have another tease. We have to, there's mm-hmm. no way we can't, it can't be a funny little fucking fuck you. You know, it's gotta be something really cool <laughs> and seeing him get that arm would be cool. Seeing Thanos would be insane. Well, we can't see Thanos because he comes in through that thing. I don't know what we're going to see, but I think the arm would be a, would be something neat. Yeah. Personally. I mean, I'm really excited for Black Panther. I think it's going to be a hit. Um, oh, yeah. It's going to be so good. Uh, I think Ryan Coogler will do a good job with this one, and it's going to really reinvent the comic book movie genre a little bit. So... I don't know what to expect from it. It's like it's like Thor, where it's like a sci-fi fantasy, but it's more grounded in political. Like, uh, you know, I just it looks like a political thriller. It yeah. looks like the beginning of Winter Soldier was all that stuff with his dad getting blown up and stuff. Like, yeah, that. but the, the idea of Wakanda is very sci-fi too. You know, it's like this 
world that exists within our real world that is far beyond uh, the technological um, reaches that we've we've got. You know, so who knows? I it's cool. All everything we've seen from that looks beautiful. So yeah, it does. Shut. So that's it. You wanna you wanna take a commercial break? Yeah, take yeah, a let's, break. Let's, let's do it. All okay. Right. Enjoy these commercials. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're two cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? <laughs> well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you. Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions. Right, again. Make sure to check us out on Stitcher and iTunes. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter and check out our website at don'tforgetatowel.com. You won't regret it. There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi! Over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowl.com, geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. And we're back from those awesome commercials. Uh, Let's get back into the news. We're going to get into Star Wars as usual. Star Wars is totally dominating the world and the box office right now. Uh, You know, all you haters out there, you can go, you know, Fuck yourself. Um, so the, the Last Jedi has made $531 million domestically and $1 billion worldwide. So, I mean, does this look like a failure to you? Does this look like Disney's running your franchise into the ground? I don't think so. Um, I saw Last Jedi three times now. I love it every time even more. I took my nephews to see it. They loved it. So, I mean, this is my stoners. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. It's it's fantastic. Um, t- to put in a little perspective, though, uh, the Jumanji movie um, did put up some crazy numbers against it as far as, like, they had a production budget of $90 million, and as of right now, it's sitting at over $350 million worldwide. But I <laughs> so, hear that movie is actually really good. I've uh, heard that, too, in The Rock again proves that he cannot be beat yeah i mean the rock and kevin hart like teaming up Um, like that yeah they always do a good job good so i mean um yeah i'll 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 probably rent that when it comes out um and what's her name there uh oh my gosh yeah i mean i like i like everybody i like karen gillen um yeah karen gillen man but everybody i like jack black so it's yeah i love jack black makes sense (laughs) It's a, it, that's a great cast, and I mean, the fact that they made it 
not a reboot, um, which I'm kind of interested to see how that plays out uh, with the late Robin Williams starring in the original. Um, so, well, basically, uh, they just they don't even they said it has nothing to do with the original other than the name Jumanji. Hmm. Like it's a video game. So it does exist kind of in the same world, but it doesn't. No, like, and I didn't realize it because I didn't watch the trailers but until recently, but they get sucked into a video game. And yeah. It's a Jumanji video game. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. But that's it. It just really, nothing. <laughs> I thought there was, I, I had heard there was something that was. Maybe there's a tie to him. Maybe he like was in there at the same time. I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. Um. So speaking about things we do know, um, <laughs> yeah, that's better. Uh, Let's go on. This year's big Star Wars movie is Solo, a Star Wars story, uh, a film that none of us can decide if we're excited for or not. Uh, we'll have to wait until we actually see yeah. it. <laughs> I'm excited that Ron Howard was brought on board to save this movie. Those are my air quotes. Um, not that I think this movie is going to be saved, but um, we'll really give the fanboys something to talk about. <laughs> this summer when this movie comes out. Who knows? Who knows? Um, it could be a lot of fun. It could be a disaster um, because I'm not sure why they would choose this character except that they just kill him off in uh, the saga. So I don't know. Um, I think also with what's his name? Kasdan, Lawrence Kasdan, working on Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. He's going out on a high note. This he, you know, Everyone has said that this is the best script that he's written um, with the character. So I, I think that has a lot to do with it as well. Is that. Yeah. He, I, I, he probably I forgot said, that. Yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot that. I forgot about Lawrence. And I think that that will be, that's a good, that's a good reason to get excited about it as well. So cool. Yeah. Um, but another thing is John Williams is coming back to compose the theme, not the entire soundtrack, but the theme. Uh, that's cool. I, I love John Williams getting involved in all the Star Wars, and hopefully he's around to do an episode nine and and close it out. Who's doing Who's doing the full thing though? Uh, let's see. Is it Chiachino or no? It's somebody else. Um, Alexander Desplit. Remember, he was supposed to do one at one point. Yeah. Where do we just? We'll just never know. It's fine. John Powell, How to Train Your Dragon. Okay. I mean, I do like those movies a lot, actually. <laughs> and the cartoon is actually good on Netflix. Yeah. So, all yeah, right, my, fine. I like those movies, man. Yeah, my, I mean, those are fun movies. I don't know. I mean, it looks like he's done a lot They're of things for Dream. In the air. That's what the Millennium Falcon does. <laughs> so, oh, wow. You know, his first major film was Face Off. Oh. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, and then he did Ants and Chicken Run and Shrek. Um, Evolution. Remember that movie? That was a great movie. Um, I Am Sam. Just Visiting and Rat Race. Okay. So he was big in the 90s and then he just... What's it? Interesting. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Robots. Did <laughs> he work with Ron Howard? Uh, maybe. Oh! Your favorite X-Men movie, The Last Stand. I actually don't mind that X-Men movie. 
I know. That's why I have to give you shit about it every time. Oh, you really do. He wrote music for Jumper and Hancock and Bolt. <laughs> so he's he looks pretty relevant to me. <laughs> okay. We've All never right. heard, we've never heard of him until I, now. I actually love Bolt. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know if you've seen that one, but it's actually very good. <laughs> we don't we own it on our voodoo thanks to free Disney movies? Thanks to me, yeah. yeah. Um and actually I got an email the other day. This doesn't have to do with Star Wars, but it's still kind of geeky, relevant news. I guess Flickster is shutting down. Um, and if you had anything in your Flickster account, they asked you to move it over to your Voodoo account. Voodoo account. Um, so just as a heads up to any of you Flickster people, um, the other thing that's kind of curious, so I use the Flickster app uh, religiously, actually. Yeah. Um, I use it to find out um, what movies are playing in the theaters uh, near my house. And, it, and it's really good. It saves your best theaters. You can order your tickets through the app. So uh, that's kind of annoying that now I don't have that. And it's linked to Fandango. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't exactly know what happened with that whole thing. It also gives you the Rotten Tomato scores. Not that they matter, i.e. The Last Jedi. But... Um, I don't know. So Flixer's getting shut down. Don't really know the story behind it, but I thought that that was kind of, we all add that to the, uh, to the everything else news. Cause it's kind of, kind of strange, right? Well, what are we going to do now? <laughs> no, we have voodoo. Voodoo's still there. Yeah. Voodoo's yeah. not going anywhere. Well, are, are all our voodoo movies safe? They are right. Yeah. Yeah. Those are fine. Um, all right, cool. Um, there are let's see let's get back into the solo news um yeah. a few things uh that solo image came out last week or yeah pre- recently um everybody thought it was the teaser art uh it sure looked like it everybody was fooled because it was all over the social media and the internet mm. and and then it was deemed fake so is it real was it made off of something real i mean you said that uh, your cousin's movie theater got the um, got the posters. So, yeah, I mean, they they did get the red cup posters, but um, they haven't been put out. The rumor is right now it's going to be played on the eighth, I believe. Uh, Monday night football college game uh, will be the will be the, the trailer. The championship. Sure, whatever sports ball versus teams. Um, so then yeah, maybe then you will get that. I I think it's I you know what at the same time, you know what a lot of a lot of sports people realize that they do like geeky stuff because they are actually sports nerds themselves. So I mean, it's one of the biggest ways to get get the news out there. So I don't blame movie theaters ever for for doing that. I mean, look at look at the Super Bowl. It's always supposed to be movie trailer thon, you know, during halftime. So no, I get like. Totally. And they don't have that much time to market it. It comes out in mm-hmm. May. It comes out two weeks after. So it's it's like, you got to do it. You got to put it out there. I just, um, yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm not complaining. I want to see it. Like, I, I'm surprised we didn't see anything attached to, you know, the new, new movie, but whatever. And final little bit of news here is uh, everybody's favorite Batman, Christian Bale. That's <laughs> pure sarcasm. Um, was originally up for Woody Harrelson, Harrison's role in Solo, so he would have played the mentor role, and he still apparently 
looking for a part in a Star Wars movie. Um, what do you think about this? I don't care. Christian Bale's a fucking fantastic actor. One of the best of our time currently. Sure. Fucking A. Put him in there. Put him in anything. I don't care. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he could do anything. Other he than play like, Batman, I think yep. he's one of the best actors of our time. I, I mean, I really do think Christian Bale is fantastic. So, yep. I'm especially when he fights dragons. <laughs> so, <laughs> sure. Where's that sequel? God damn it. Well, they just put out a sequel for that movie, uh, Skyline. Yeah, <laughs> like four people watched. So fuck. Who knows when rain? The worst like, movie with the greatest ending. It has one of the best endings ever. Of the movie. <laughs> you guys don't. If you guys have not seen Skyline, I tell you right now that that ending is phenomenal. It totally is like what, like what? Why? Why does this movie even have that sort of ending? Um. So what is this? What is it? Rain of uh, Rain of Fire. Rain of Fire, yeah, we're definitely going off on tangents. All right, sorry, go. We're back. This, episode. this is this is the little news episode. We're it is true. We, we're just <laughs> flying off the seat of our pants, people. <laughs> we want Rain of Fire too in 2019. <laughs> Somebody just wrote in here as of 2016. Rain of Fire. Should they make a sequel? Best movie you've never seen. Rain of Fire. So just Google. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Uh, back to the Last Jedi. Uh, something that we talked about in our uh, our Last Jedi episode was what we were very happy with the way that Ray's heritage was explained, and I'm going to put that in air quotes because you never know. Um, Johnson has kind of gone back on this, not gone back because nobody really knows the real story here, but um, we were meant to believe that Ray's heritage is nothing that she comes from nothing. She's a nobody. And that was kind of the theme of the last Jedi, which a lot of us loved a few of you hated. Um, and so we said, would it do justice? Would it be an injustice to go back and, and actually make her special? You know, what if they did something like that? Um, so Ryan Johnson stating that now Ray's heritage is open. Is he saying this to kind of get people off his back? I mean, these assholes off his back, I should say, um, hmm. Or what? What do you think? I no, I don't think so. I think that if you know when you break down, like it is true, she could have an open heritage. Kylo could be lying. It's however you want to, uh, you know, ex- interpret it. The same way that when JJ said. And even Daisy said, like, oh, her heritage was kind of hinted at in the first movie that she got dropped off. And she did. And they weren't anybody. And they didn't ever explain it. You know what I mean? So, like, I think people are really grasping at straws. And I think maybe he is doing it to get it off his back. But, I mean, he's also, to to the best of Kylo's knowledge, he is telling the truth. Or, or, as, Obi, or as Obi-Wan says, a certain point of view, right? A certain point of view. Correct. So that's it. I don't, I don't think it's needed. I really hope they don't go and touch upon it again. Um, because I think what uh, the last Jedi did so well was opened up star Wars more to a greater galaxy. And I think every time you draw on these little connections, 
which is another reason why I don't necessarily want to see a Han Solo movie. It's like, oh, that's the Castle Run. That's a Parsec. That's Sabacc. You know what I mean? It's like, it's cool when I read it in like a comic or a book. I just don't necessarily need it to be spoon fed to me in a movie. So making her a Kenobi, making her a Skywalker, um, to me is just like, you're just shrinking that world more. And Rogue One was so smart that even though it was a story that we didn't necessarily care to see using no characters that we knew of, I think was the smarter move. Same thing with rebels. Um, This Han Solo movie using all characters that we know, or at least a few of them that we know, it's like, ugh, like (laughs) I don't care. I don't need it. Like I know who my Han Solo is. I don't know who the fuck Jin Erso is. You know, I don't know who, uh, I, I guess I kind of know Saw Gerrera, but anywho, point being, uh, Ray, whatever her parents are, I don't care. And I think they should keep it, JJ should keep it, just nobody's, just, and save us all the trouble. Like, if he doesn't even address it in the next movie, then no one can say anything. <laughs> yep, just drop it. <laughs> That's it. Yep. All right, we're going to tackle something here that um we talk about on occasion and it's the uh you know the the demise of Ridley Scott in Hollywood <laughs> is I'm gonna we, put it have we said the demise I'm this is no this is what I'm this is the new topic I'm bringing up okay. feeding off our comments from before Ridley Scott seems to go and say things out of his ass that um makes him seem like he's a better director than he is these days listen really Scott you had it going on back in the day. Now uh, I think, he did fucking two years ago when he did right, the Martian. Martians. The Martians a good movie, but stick to that shit and keep your mouth shut. I mean, you've already proven that you can't take your Alien franchise anywhere, um, and now you're saying that you think that aliens, an alien, should be a Star Wars sized, you know, epic. It should be on on par with that. Um, you know, listen, I'm a huge Aliens fan. I am. I am. One of the huge, biggest. huge, one of the biggest, probably. Um, and the things he said this 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 past week are pretty insulting, I would say, to um, a director he worked with. Uh, what's his name there on Blade Runner? Dennis Villeneuve. <laughs> I'm going to butcher yeah. his name. Um, Villeneuve. 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 Um, saying that, yeah, Blade Runner 2049 was too long. Um, you know what? Maybe. But I, I still really enjoy the movie. And Says the dude who has five fucking cuts of Blade Runner. <laughs> right. But you're the dude who doesn't even like Blade Runner, but liked this movie. So, I mean, it's yeah. like, what? That, that comment alone was, or, or I was like, okay, whatever. Then he made the alien comment. But that was in regards to the Star Wars comment, saying that Disney needs to hire more experienced directors to make their movies. I mean, what is he doing? Is he just jumping on, on, on the bandwagon with these other fanboys? Um, is he just fueling the fire? What's, me, what's Mr. Scott? Quote. Yeah, go ahead. There's no reason why alien should now not be on the same level for fans as star Trek and star Wars. So I think the next step as to where we go is do we sustain the alien series with the evolution of the beast or do we reinvent something else? I think you need to have an evolution on this famous beast because he's the best monster ever, really. I mean, 
How about, in, Ra- how about Rancor, a Star Wars movie? That sounds better than Alien. Well, let's just say it like this. <laughs> Alien came out in 77, the same year as Star Wars, right? We, Around there. It's a, sing- it's a singular uh, mm-hmm. movie. And then we don't get a sequel for almost 10 years, I think. Yeah, oh, sorry, Alien is... 79. All right. Alien is 79. And then Aliens is 86. Mm-hmm. So there's quite a gap of time. That's one huge reason why it's not Star Wars. They didn't come out altogether. The other huge reason is that then the rest of the series wavers a lot. You know what I mean? Um, that people don't, you know, it just, it isn't our rated uh, horror alien action movie, whatever, is not going to stay in the zeitgeist like Star Wars, which appeals to children. You know what I mean? Like, that's really it. So it's never going to get to that level. And that's fine. It doesn't need to. It doesn't need to. Even when you try to market R-rated toys to kids, as we always bring up that. Well, we actually love that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that that's a good proof. That's good proof right there. I mean, it's like they 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 couldn't even do that. Um, so why why would he be so confident in that in that series when it's it's obviously faltering from his his hand? Yeah, I mean, he tried to he tried to ev- like do a little evolution with it. It didn't really work out. Then he de-evolutioned it. <laughs> At this point, I really wish we were getting Neil Blomkamp's Alien 5, where it was a sequel, it had Sigourney Weaver, it had Michael Bean. I think that fans would have gotten... I, I just So I just read an interesting article on Jumanji and why it's done so good. It's because it follows a very simple format, and I think it's why these... Uh, um, what do you call it? These uh, Fast and Furious movies do so well is that they are mindless and they check the boxes that people want to see. Big name actors doing big budget stuff and I don't have to think about it. And you can get deep into the alien mythology. Prometheus did prove that and even Aliens expands upon it more. But if you gave us that sequel that had Michael Bean and Sigourney Weaver 30 years later having to deal with the xenomorphs again, it would have checked off all the boxes that the fans who have liked this series since 1979 would have gone, we're going to see this. We don't need a, a whole new, we, you know, all we need to see is new types of aliens, but that's, that's really it. We just need to see these characters go on an adventure. And if you want to reboot it, or I, I don't even know if you need to reboot. It's just like, just fucking give us a future with new people dealing with these aliens. They've been writing the books since the 80s. The books are good. <laughs> like, the comics, the comics are, are good. good. Yeah, they yeah. seem to know how to do it. Because yeah. it's not Star Wars. It's not like people have to love these characters so much. It's one alien. Just give us a different variety of it. Put us on a new fucking planet. And that's it. <laughs> one of the biggest things... I think was the failure of the alien versus predator series um, that alone could have, could have, you could have built off of that. Just like that they could did have the span, that could have done an expanded universe that, that could have been the beginning of a cinematic universe if done right, because it would have spawned alien one-offs. It would have spawned Waylon Yatani Marine movies. It could have spawned predator movies. I mean, it really could have done a lot 
and they failed miserably doing it. But again, you have the source material. Don't try to reinvent the fucking wheel when you have something that works. And it's, you know, it just, it kind of annoys me when you kind of see that stuff. Um, when you, you have something that you, those, those alien versus predator war books are so good in the comics as well. It's just like, just do it, just shoot it, just take that, just write a script and shoot that movie. Ugh, sorry, that was a rant. That was a hammers of justice on fucking Ridley Scott. I mean, I'm not, even, please stop I'm not talking about him. I'm not done. Let me read this. Um, <clears throat> oh god, <laughs> is it insulting to Ryan Johnson for him to say these things? Um, <laughs> that Ryan Johnson isn't experienced. Um, yeah, Ryan Johnson's a wait. A, so, so sorry, Ridley Scott said that about Ryan Johnson. He says. Ridley Scott thinks it's fucking stupid that Disney hires inexperienced directors to make Star Wars movies. Mm. That's basically built out of his quote. Let me get his full quote. Um, millions, millions. You can get me for my fee, which is heavy, but I'll be under budget and on time. This is where experience <laughs> does matter. It's as simple as that. It can make you dull as dishwater, but if you're really experienced and you know what you're doing, it's fucking essential. Grow into it. Little by little, start low budget, get a little bit bigger. Maybe after 12, 20 million, you can go to 80, but don't suddenly go to 160. So let me just do this. Hold on. Gareth Edwards did Rogue One. It made uh, slightly over a billion dollars. Um, okay. And what, the reason why I'm saying this is I want to look at what Ridley Scott, the person, lifetime, you know what I mean? Like what how much overall? What he's made, his biggest movie ever was The Martian. And is, it, is it because it's in this? When they compare money, they actually like... They do. They adjust for inflation. They adjust, right? this mojo, mm-hmm. Which is what I'm using. So worldwide... Uh, the Martian made six hundred and thirty million dollars. So that that is his biggest movie ever, which is fine. I you know <laughs> I thought that movie was great, but the point being is that I I totally agree with experience in some sense. You know what I mean? And the whole like, like Ron Howard bringing in Ron Howard to save that movie. Um, Gareth Edwards, you know, got kicked off so that Tony Gilroy could come in and shoot some of it. But when you put up a billion dollars against 630 million, I'm sorry. You know, I don't know. You know, what did Godzilla, like the new Godzilla made? Like, a billion dollars in two weeks. That's that number. I huh? I can't. A billion dollars? Last Jedi? That made it in two oh, weeks. for, uh, for Ryan Johnson. Right. For uh, for Ryan Johnson. Right. And then, so Godzilla 2014 from Gareth Edwards made $529 million. So it's just, it's, I get in the sense, you know what I mean? But like Colin Trevorrow, like with uh, Jurassic World, even though I don't like it, it made so much money. But this, this, is, this is kind of play devil's advocate on that is that Star Wars will sell. Um, you know, Jurassic, Park, Jurassic Park will sell, you know. So, 
these directors getting Godzilla could sell. You know, they have these fan bases. Now, I understand where Ridley Scott's coming from, but Ridley Scott... So could a Ridley Scott... Well, okay, so then would a Ridley Scott Star Wars movie make more than a Ryan Johnson Star Wars movie or more than a Gareth Edwards Star Wars movie? As much. That's I'm going to say it would make as much. See, now that's where you kind of have to go. Like, because a James Cameron Star Wars movie... Could you have fucking imagined our eyes would explode? Make it would make two billion in two weeks. <laughs> I I don't know how to explain it. I think that Steven Spielberg's uh, Star Wars story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's this so is, that, that's that's my other side of it. Yeah, I get that. But we you would have we'd have to prove that to make it right. true. Like will Ron but Howard? Think, but these big budget directors don't want to take on these franchises because they want to do their own stuff. They already did the franchises as kids. Which is another thing that Ridley Scott goes and says he wants. You know, Disney wants all its control. Lucasfilm wants the control, and that's why a lot of these directors have been either kicked off. You know, whatever. Um, Ridley Scott's like, I want that control. So I mean, I get that as a creator, but listen, you didn't even create much shit with Alan Covenant. So I mean, you should probably keep your mouth shut until you actually. <laughs> make some money. All right. That's it. We're done. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. I don't want to rant anymore on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. So, um, kind of like what happened with the last Cloverfield movie, this, there's a third one coming out of left field. Um, apparently, there's an untitled Cloverfield movie due out on uh 420 well they did they did hint at this one this one was the one that's like more than 13 clover god god particle was like its secret name um this one sounds kind of weird and i don't know how they're it's supposed to be in space (laughs) yeah no they've talked about it they just didn't say anything about a release date okay so yeah it's due out in april um i still haven't seen the second one i've heard it's get on that your wife will like it too yeah, it's another one of those. It's two movies, kind of. <laughs> the ending is like, okay, well, that happened. <laughs> it was okay. cool. It was, it was a good, good movie. John, John Goodman's fucking awesome in that movie. Um, yeah, it's Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Scott Pilgrim. It was, it was a good movie. I liked it a lot, actually. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll make time for that now. Um, yeah. Speaking of creepiness, X Files returns. Tonight, today is Wednesday, the 3rd of January. Uh, season 11 starts up, and I saw one of the funniest promos last night with Mulder out squatching. He's dressed up in a Sasquatch like costume. That is a thing? Squatching is a thing? Squatching? Yeah. Okay. Probably a, <laughs> like a Squatch convention, having sex with other Squatches, you know, as David Duchovny would do. Um Weird shit. Um, but um, I'm excited for this season. It's going to really wrap up everything, I hope. Or, you know, hopefully. Um, but unfortunately, Jillian Anderson has confirmed that she is done after this. Uh, she just did that audiobook last year, which I haven't listened to yet. Um, and this season 11 will be the last we see of uh, Scully. So I got to, you know, I didn't watch the last season. You know, I heard such mixed things that I was just kind of like, Am I gonna watch this? I'll I'll do it. I'm just not rushing to get on it. Um, I was a really big X Files fan 
one through eight, and then nine, like really just gave me such a bad taste in my mouth. And I thought David Duchovny was so much better on Californication, which I fucking love. Like that's the role he was, well, literally born to play. It's just him. Being a camera. Is <laughs> a day in the life of Duchovny, but Docu- um, documentary Duchovny. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll 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 watch it eventually. I I do want to. I like their alien mythology and all that shit. So I'll watch it. That's what it's gonna do, I I guess, from all these promos, including yep. their son and wrapping up that storyline. So cool. Starts tonight. Get on it. Uh, Netflix news to wrap up everything else. Um, series on unfortunate events season two starts on March thirtieth. Tw- uh, Did you watch the first one? I didn't. I didn't. I need to. Okay. So I, my nephews insistently talk about it and tell me I need to watch it. So I read the book. I watched the Jim Carrey movie. Well, the books. I actually own them. <laughs> That's another one where I just like I totally forgot. You know, there's so many fucking shows on Netflix. And they're usually all good, and I just forget. So I'll watch it. Yeah, MPH returns. So cool. People liked it. I mean, they're doing it again. Yep. Uh, Black Mirror, which you watch more than I do. I need to catch up. But that premiered this past week. Uh, the new six. It did. Six episodes are on there, right? The season four is it? What's I think it was more. Five. What there episodes? I think it was more than six. Oh, yeah. I thought it was. It's. I had read that it was only like six episodes, but that might be. You know how when they give them yeah. to the press, well, they, they also get Netflix has been doing like in segments too. So the release like six, and they'll release six like six months later. So they've been doing that completely. Right. So you don't just binge right through the whole season. Um, which well, is kinda, plus kind of cool. Yeah, they. Uh, you know, he he was doing a British. The Brits only really do six episodes usually for a season to begin with. Um, you're right. Sorry. Six, six episodes. So the first episode, I've gone through three of them. The first episode, which is like kind of like a Star Trek parody, um, was very good. <laughs> it's, it was just ridiculous. And, then the, you know, there's other, the other two have been good too, but. That one was the best so far. So. Did you get the Jodie Foster one? Yes. That was good. Not great. It was good. I mean, here's the thing. When you're judging Black Mirror, it's a matter of A plus, A, or A minus. Compared to anything else on television, it's better. It's just you have varying degrees of how much you like the episodes. None of them are bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just It's a great fucking show. And I cannot believe that it's like one dude, uh, Charlie Brooker, who writes them all because it's it's just kind of out of control that one dude has this many insanely fucked up thoughts going through his head. It's like a Stephen King of the technology and Twilight Zone realm. Is there one with that weird robotic dog? Have you seen that one yet? Did you get to that one? I didn't get to that one yet. Okay. So apparently there's one with a robotic dog. So remember that, that, that robot that can jump from thing to thing? Now that they they made that technology, yes. Um, so it's like the you know like the Terminator dogs from RoboCop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I was just like the other day, I'm like these. This is not a good sign that these these robots can do all this stuff. And also this this Black Mirror episode came out, so it's 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 uh, representing my nightmares of of Judgment Day. Yeah, they 
they do some stuff that like so that episode that Jodie Foster directed, the technology is about this implant that you can put into your kid to watch them. Um, and like literally like look through their eyes and see what they see. And then it has like a GPS and you can measure their, their like blood pressure and cortisol levels and find out if they had like drugs and stuff. So it's just taking, you know, parenting to another level. And again, it's like one of those things where you just go, I could see this. Absolutely. I could see it happening. You know, we have our check our iPhones now, you know, and stuff like that. I think my friends. Like, yeah, there is those things. So he really just takes things that could happen and puts them out there. So that will happen. <laughs> could definitely could. Uh, find a little bit of news here. Uh, there seems to be a lot of uh, acquisitions going on lately. Uh, it looks like there's a rumor that Apple might take over Netflix. What does this mean? Uh, Disney just took over Hulu. <laughs> In a way, the majority of Hulu. Um, Apple's going to acquire Netflix. Are we looking at, you know, the future that we saw in the fifth element where everything's just owned by the corporations? Everything is one big corporate fighting another corporate monster. I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I really, I really have no idea like what it would mean. Um, I know it's probably better. It's probably better for Netflix if you know, with the news that that Disney has acquired a lot of Hulu and is also going for their own streaming service because that was what they were looking to do is really compete with Netflix, and they needed to find that that stone to stand on. Right. So, with Apple buying it, their new push is doing televisions. Um, like so. Also, you, you know, you're competing against YouTube that has original programming. Facebook is starting to make original programming. And obviously Facebook is something that all of us look at every single day. And if they end up making good shows, they're going to be something to, to watch out for. Amazon has started making insanely good shows. And then, you know, you got Hulu and Netflix. Hulu only has the handmaiden's tale. There's other original series, but it's the only one that anyone watches. And then um, Netflix of course has every single show pretty much that comes out through it is good for the most part. So if Apple buys Netflix, you know, they'll probably make it more proprietary on all of their devices and you can pay with net neutrality getting disappear. You probably pay more of a fee, like roll it into like your iCloud service or something insane like that. I don't know. It could be really good for Apple. And it could be really good for Netflix. For everybody else, that's uh, yet to be seen. <laughs> exactly. All I see is raising dollar signs. Yeah. And you know what? There's a thing now, and I didn't realize this. Um, one of my friends pointed it out. I guess there's an SD service for Netflix and an HD service for Netflix. There is, yes. Um, Depends on where you live. Well, she right. like showed me like a screenshot of it. And it was like, do you want to watch this in HD? your your costs will go up like $2 or $3 a month. I've said this before. I would pay easy $30 a month for Netflix because of the stuff that it, it puts out. Because of the quality of the movies. I just watched Bright the other day and I thought it was phenomenal. Um, you know, the movies are getting better. The TV shows have been great. The, you know, the CW thing that they got where they're getting things like a week after that, 
I'm sorry, it's better than cable. I, I, I'll pay for Netflix. I'll pay, keep, raise your price. I don't care. The, the thing you just brought up about the, the, whether or not you want HD or Super HD, I think it, that has to do if you have a 4K TV though, right? Like me, I have a standard HD TV. I'm not gonna pay that extra price for, for that ultra, ultra HD. I which think I there's, there's an SD and then there's an HD. I, I have those are the two tiers. Uh-uh. I have HD. I, okay. I paid for that. Well, I think maybe there's an H, an Ultra HD tier. Yeah, I think I think that's what it is because I was like, should I get this? And I was like, no, I have a standard HD TV. I don't have. I think it's made for 4K. To be honest. Um, hold on here. I'll tell you what it is. Yeah, it is basic, standard, and then premium. Okay. And so it also so the other difference is you can. Right now, you can have two, like on standard is what I have. Um, I can watch it on two screens. Yeah. And if I have it, uh, the premium, I could watch it on four. Um, I do have a 4K TV, and I do have really good internet, so actually maybe I'll upgrade. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, just, <laughs> I could watch it. Yeah. I, I haven't I mean, watched anything in 4K yet, so I really don't know what the fuck it looks like. I'd like to see it. Oh, you don't have. That's right. Your PlayStation isn't the new one. Nope, is it? it's not. So I don't know what, and I haven't. Yeah, so I don't have a 4K Blu-ray player. Um, my PlayStation doesn't do 4K. I I don't know what it looks like. So maybe I'll go up for it. Maybe I'll go up in a month, you know, and or for a month just to see if it's worth the extra price difference. Um, and I'll keep you posted. Tall lights. <laughs> yes, yes. Do that, Casey. Keep us posted on. Okay. And- <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. Premium Netflix. <laughs> you want you want the Stranger Stranger Things kids in your living room? Get it. They're there in your face. All right. Uh, closing out today's episode, we're gonna do our usual pursuit of plastic segment. Uh, we have woven in our other podcast, uh, so we're gonna try to do this every time. Uh, so this time around, I want to talk a little bit about. The NECA Alien Club. Um, I'm going to start off with this. I ordered the James Cameron figure. And it's an exclusive. It's more expensive. Um, it was actually distributed by NECA. It was going to Toys R Us eventually. When I got it, it's got one of the most wonky face paint in the world. The one that I got one decent one. <laughs> And the other one is like the googly eyes. Uh, one's looking up, one's looking down. He got kicked by a donkey. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I, first off, I find that to be complete bullshit. I'm tired of um, I'm tired of this. Um, what's it called? Poor. Um, what 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 word am I missing here? Um, help me out. I don't know. Quality what, of service. Quality, quality control. Quality control. Quality control. Um, so I, I really don't understand. I, maybe I do. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking about NECA as being better than they are because the price points at the same thing as Hasbro. So can they do a better job than Hasbro? Uh, not, not right now. I think that Hasbro is actually doing a better job in some realms. Um, and I think it also has to do with the fact that they're doing the photo thing, which NECA had been doing already. But mm-hmm. um, it's, it's kind of disappointing when you, when you order a figure that is supposed to be that um that awesome and you get something that looks goofy you know i i I don't get it um so 
you'll be getting a decent one. Me, I'm I'm gonna fight it. So look forward to that NECA. Um, one thing I'm not looking forward to is the the announcement of the exclusive figure for the NECA Alien Club. Now, <clears throat> I thought it was cool that NECA did this this year. It, it kind of harkens back to the Maddie Collector days, da 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 da, and it was it was fine. And but what I started to notice was now the Alien Club made you buy every Alien figure that was coming out this year. So they they were saying if you have to buy it to qualify for this free, not free, I'm sorry, bonus figure at the end of the run. It'll be this exclusive figure. You'll love it. Da, 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 da. So yeah, fine. Um, you know what the last, they just put out four figures that you had to buy. It was like Ripley with her bomber jacket on. It was Vasquez with like different fatigues and then two re-release aliens with like the, the battle stuff on them. So, I mean, it's kind of frustrating uh, that this is this is exactly what we're getting outside of say like an apone or or you know Drake. Drake even putting Paul Reiser's figure you know into a standard release instead of a two pack they're charging yeah fifty dollars for that you have to buy another Xenomorph for so right, exactly. speaking of another Xenomorph that's apparently what they think is going to be acceptable as their exclusive figure for the Alien Club now. I love the fact that they're doing these old Kenner figures and bringing them back. But when you tell me that you're going to give me another Xenomorph just painted a different color, this the purple Kenner color, you know what? What the fuck is that? You just made me buy the alien sewer, the sewer alien one, the orange, the, the orange Xenomorph that you was like, all right, just because they put that in a Ninja Turtle cartoon back in the eight nineties, that that was that was a cool exclusive figure to do. I'm sorry, that's not. But I was forced to buy it. In order to what get this figure? Come on, yeah. I'm sorry, but you're not doing anything new here. You're not doing me any favors. You've pissed me off so much that I think I'm going to sell most of my alien figures anyhow. So, um, my New Year's resolution for 2018 is to buy less NECA. Period. Wow, <laughs> that's it, and probably wow. sell most of mine. <laughs> it's super rough, dude. It is, but I mean that's bullshit. I'm sorry, but. A, you're gonna charge. I have to. I have to pay for this figure. Yeah, you're not giving it to me for free for paying first premium pricing for the figures that I could have gotten off of like Entertainment Earth or Toys R Us and stuff at a decent price. You're making me pay five dollars more per figure, and you're charging me shipping prices that I can't. You like, I'm sorry, I don't need it priorities like priority mail to me for twenty dollars. Like, yeah, what, what do you think you are? Like, get over <laughs> yourselves, and you're about to lose a customer because of this bullshit. So I don't care how much I love Alien and Predator. You know, give me my God of War figure. That's it. <laughs> 2018. <That's... laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, but I mean, I got better things to spend my money on, like Mezco and, uh, <laughs> and Hot Toys. So, please. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. Okay. Closing it out with some positive news. Uh, as we <laughs> In 2018, we would give you a brand new Don't Forget a Towel. And we have six, eight, eight. Talking about on a high note. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. ahead. It's fine. I mean, that's that's the truth. All of it. (laughs) So uh, Casey and I worked hard to bring you uh, this new format for the website. Uh, We're still working on certain aspects of it. But... It's there, and we hope you enjoy it. Yeah, we're um, 
when's the last time? I think it was like 2013, I think. Um, so, you know, it's, it's been a few years since uh, we updated the site and we knew that we had a, by the end of the year, we really wanted to, to do it. And we set a goal for ourselves and um, it was our Christmas gift to ourselves as well as the Utah Lights. So thank you so much for everyone who's been listening to the podcast for the last 73 episodes. Um, this is episode 74. Yep. Thank you very much for that. Thank you for everybody who goes through, you know, comes, comes to the site. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but there's millions of you who come to the site every single year. Um, it, oh, actually maybe almost every month we've been going up, um, month after month. So I, I don't know. I just, I super, super appreciate, um, well, Chris and I both really appreciate everything that you guys have done for us uh, over the last few years, um, five years. Uh, <laughs> we have been uh, putting literally our our blood, sweat, and tears into the site, um, but we, we love it. You know, I, I think it's something that we've really enjoyed. It's uh, put us through our paces through as friends uh, <laughs> and, and work colleagues or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, we, we love doing it. We love putting out content every day. You know, we have the Instagram account that we, we update daily uh, with the Twitter, the Facebook. And we, we thank you guys for coming and being interactive on that. And, you know, we love doing this podcast uh, every week or biweekly as, as much as we can get to it. We're literally across the country from each other now. So it's actually, I think we've gotten more consistent since you moved to California, ironically. <laughs> Defect coast but to coast. I guess so. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm super happy to still be doing it. Like it ebbs and flows sometimes, but I think like the last six months, um, have been, you know, reinvigorating as far as doing the site and just really like having a good time with it and knowing that there's people, Towelites, who are are coming and, and appreciating the hard work that we put in. Thanks, guys. Yeah, so I don't know. This is it. This is Casey saying stay stay geekly. <laughs> and this is Chris. See you next time.